The Dr. Ray Podcast is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio. Here's today's Manalog with Dr. Ray Gurendi. My preface to this, anybody who is familiar remotely with child development, with development, recognizes a truism that has been in every way supported by the research, by theories, by observation, and that is that adolescents and teenagers, as a group, are particularly influenced by peers. Absolutely. Saw a survey done some years back where the kids were to list the number one influences in their lives, and those, con- those contrasted rather radically with teens in their 19 and 1940s. But the number one was peers. The influence of peers, how to think, how to act. And if you've been alive for any length of time, you see this yourself. For example, in my earlier days as a psychologist, I saw a fair amount of eating disorders. Anorexia, bulimia. Don't see anywhere near as many now. But there for a while, it was very high profile adolescent struggle, especially among girls. Cutting. Cutting isn't at the level that it was some years back, but it became very much an adolescent teen sign of distress. Cutting. Is that my phone? Yeah, there we go. The biggest one probably is tattoos. Tattoos have become the de jour of pure imitation among young people. Young adults, if you don't have a tattoo, you're you're a rebellious sort. And not only do you have just a little flower on your ankle, you got your whole arm and your back and your legs and everywhere that you can put something tattooed. Is this not a sign of societal imitation? It's huge. It's everywhere. Anytime they have someone in a high school, commit suicide. And particularly if they have more than one, the counselors stand at the ready because they know that kids have a tendency to lean toward what other kids have done or are doing. So, this brings me to the statistics that were just sent to me. Where Where did this come from? Oh, it's a Gallup poll! All right, so this wasn't some a fly-by-night bunch. This is roughly the last 10 years of what they called traditionalists, the people born before 1940, that's a six. Share of American adults who identify as LGBT. Those born before 1946, the percentage was roughly, this was in 2014, looks to be slightly under 2%. 2017, declined a little more. 2020, even further. And 2022, most recent statistics, 17 of those born before 1946 identified as LGBT. Then they looked at baby boomers. 
It's where I am. People born between 19, what's this, where is that, uh, 46 and 64. 2014, roughly 2.5% said LGBT. Same in 2017, little less in 2020, and 2022, 2.7. So that stayed steady. Now we move on to Generation X. That is uh, 1965 to 1980. So what is that? That's uh, from about, what, 50, 58 years of age down to 43 years of age. In 2014, the percentage that identified as LGBTQ is about 2.5%. 2017, 2.5%. 2020, 2.5%. And 2022, 3.3%. Now, the young people. Millennials, 1981 to 1996 birth date. So what is that? That is uh, 27 to 42. 2014 looks like about 7%. 2017 looks like about 8%. 2020, 9%. 2022, 11.2%. So that's gone up among the young people. Almost doubled. Actually doubled in the last 10 years. Here is the most telling statistic. Gen Z's, which would be from 19 to age 26. In 2020, 16% identified as LGBT. 2022, 20%. Can someone... Raise the question of social influence? Is that not allowed? Is there something about that age group, which are, according to psychological development, more influenced, susceptible to peer culture? 20%, one of every five? That group also happens to be the group that is most immersed in social media. So it isn't just their immediate peer group that tells them how to think and how to be attracted to what. It is their worldwide peer group, as well as the various social sites that say this is a great thing. Psychologists will also tell you that anything that the culture approves of gains in strength and frequency. I think it's a safe statement to say that our culture very much approves of transgender declaration. I'm not, I'm not offering, I can't offer individual cases on this. I'm just simply saying our culture does. Well, would that make a difference between the doubling of millennials claiming LGBT and one out of every Five Gen Zers, the teens and early 20s, claiming LGBT? Those questions have to be asked. They have to be asked. An honest assessment of what is going on socially must be asked. And at this point, my experience is it's not being asked. Psychology prides itself on exploring what are social trends and what is feeding into social trends. 
But for whatever the reason, for most counselors and psychologists, this seems to be untouchable. Why? Why can one not say, let's parse out what is involved in this explosive declaration? More of Dr. Ray's Manologues can be found on his website, drray.com. Manologues, as well as full-length programs of The Doctor Is In, can be heard at AveMariaRadio.net and EWTN.com slash radio.